0: Have you turned your key and heard that dreaded tick, 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 tick because of a dead battery? No worries. I've got the NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in your glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that will start a dead battery in your car, boat, truck, or RV. It packs a whopping 12-volt, Works on any 12-volt lead-acid battery. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, your battery care source since 1914. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com Hello automotive enthusiasts. Today I'm so excited to introduce a very special guest, Michael Allen. Michael, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I
1: am, and I even have my four-point harness on. Oh, right.
0: I love it when my guests come prepared. That's great. Michael Allender earned his Ph.D. in psychology in 1986, but the title Michael is most proud of is car nut. He's been an automotive enthusiast his entire life, and after purchasing a Porsche Boxster, he attended his first track day and was hooked. Through the years, Michael found himself frustrated with the lack of non-competitive, high-performance driver's education content In the car magazines he was reading, in December of 2013, Michael and his wife, Ziva, decided there was a missing niche for like-minded driving enthusiasts and decided to take on the challenge of filling that gap. They launched AutoTrack Monthly, an online magazine that is your one-stop click source for track day and high-performance driving information. So, Michael, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a moment and share a little bit about your history, your career, and your passion for automobiles.
1: Sure. I was uh, born and raised in New York, New York, a child of the 60s and 70s, and uh, did go to graduate school and earn my Ph.D. in psychology and uh, had private practice uh, for many years. And then along about the year 2000 or so, I I discovered track day driving or high-performance driving experience driving, and um got hooked right away I went to a lot of events got signed off to solo eventually and then got asked to um, start instructing for a couple of the clubs and uh, it's something that my my wife and I do together um, we share the same car we go to events and we're, it's it's a lot of fun to be able to share your your hobby and your passion with your wife and uh, about a year ago the two of us came up with the idea to start doing a a magazine that was focused especially for track day drivers, not for racers, um, but just track day drivers. Over the years, I've uh, been a fanatic about reading car magazines, going all the way back to Motor Trend and Car Driver when I was a child. So I've always liked reading about cars, and both my wife and I um, have had some experience doing some professional writing. And so we just decided that there was this niche that uh, we we felt was missing, so we just started writing the kind of articles that uh, we would like to read, which is about uh, the hobby of track day driving.
0: Well, I love this. It's so cool. And one of my guests, Ingrid Stephenson, who recommended that I contact you, was another example of that. I always laughed when she said her husband would do track days and she'd be left home and he invited her and now she's a driving instructor as well, so... Does your wife also do driving?
1: Yes, she and I both drive at the events. We have a, a 2011 Mitsubishi Lancer Evolution, and um, we both share the car. So I'll take it out for a session, and then Ziva will take it out for a session. So we enjoy the driving together, as well as the writing in the magazine.
0: Very cool. Well, tell me a little bit, you started this online magazine, if you will, and you said it's geared for people who are not professional racers, but people like you and me that like to go out and enjoy track days and things. What are some of the elements of the magazine that you provide the readers to help them with their track day events?
1: Well, there's a lot of useful information. First of all, we have just a lot of articles where we interview people in the field of track day driving, driving coaches, um, operators of tracks and operators of track day companies. So there's a lot of um, sort of human interest stories that we get into in the magazine, but we have resources also on our website for getting started. There's a whole tab for beginners who are interested in track day driving. They can learn what it is and how to access it and what they need to do, what to expect for their early events and those sorts of things. And then, We also have a tab for driving techniques, and we get a lot of contributions from people in the field. People like Ross Bentley and Peter Krauss have um, contributed articles and participated in um, writing sort of a group format for driving technique articles that that we started. So there's just a a lot of information that people can read about. We also have uh, a forum for track day drivers, classified ads that are of interest to drivers. And um, we have track maps that show where the tracks are in the country. We have a list of the track day organizations. So it's pretty much a, a one-stop shop for people who are looking for information about uh, track day driving, either getting started or just pursuing the, the hobby. Well, it
0: sounds fantastic. Way back when I decided I wanted to drive fast, that's where I started. It was with the BMW and Porsche clubs doing lapping days with those clubs and I wish something like your well there wasn't even internet back then so it wouldn't have matter but I wish something like what you're doing existed because I did have a lot of questions and you get to the track and everybody's telling you something a little different you're a little bit overwhelmed it would have been nice to be a little more prepared before I got there and have a sense of what was coming what was going to happen versus all these people telling me well this corner that corner fill your tires to this lower your <laughs> thirsty is a little bit of overwhelm so it sounds like what you're doing is going to be extremely beneficial for people that want to go out and have some fun in their cars in a real safe environment as we continue on your journey i always like to start with a success quote and this is a saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success it's a great way to get the inspirational tires
1: turning here on cars yeah so
0: michael take the wheel
1: Well, it's always been something that uh, has been important to me, but it was summarized just recently. We did an article on Alan Wilson, who's one of the top track designers in the world, and um, also um, his wife, Desiree Wilson, is probably one of the greatest race car drivers of all time. She's certainly probably the best female race car driver of all time. And so Alan wrote a book about her career, And we did a review of it, and they sent us a copy of the book. And um, Desiree very graciously signed the book, and as well as Derek Bell and Lord March, who puts on the Goodwood Festival every year. And uh, in the book, she wrote, Never Give Up. That's been something that's always been meaningful to me. Um, You know, going through college and graduate school is a very long haul, a lot of years, and just having that sort of never giving up Mm -hmm. attitude about any difficult thing that, you know, that we faced during our lives. I mean, that's just really sums up when she uh, wrote the book, Never Give Up.
0: Well, I think that's appropriate, and especially for small businesses like what you're doing, what I'm doing, where you're operating with a few people, and some days can get a little bit overwhelming. I just had a guest on the other day who had a very similar quote, the famous quote by Winston Churchill about never, ever, never, ever give up. And I mentioned to him that was uh, akin to our Seattle Seahawks here, who uh, were down to the last three minutes and looked like the, their season was over, and they never ever gave up. And
1: right, you never know.
0: You never know. Just you got to stick with it. It's. I have had many racers on cars, yeah, who've said the same thing because even that last lap, the car in front of you could have some little glitch. You you can pass them and you can end up winning the race. So it's a great exactly. a great quote. Would you share with me? A story that instigated your passion for cars. I'd love to hear about that pivotal moment in your life when you really knew you were a car guy.
1: Well, I I guess it always it goes all the way back to childhood. I as far as long as I could remember, I was always interested in cars and was able to identify the models and knew which which one was which. I guess it goes just back to childhood. That uh, you know, being young in in the nineteen sixties and cars were you know ever popular and traveling doing taking road trips as a family was was always a lot of fun so it goes back to that experience and I do remember that uh, when I was probably about eight years old my father and two of my uncles all went out and bought the same car at the same time together they bought a Dodge a 1963 Dodge 440 oh wow and it's the car had uh, an, uh, the automatic transmission was a push-button transmission on the dashboard. And so they all had the same car, but in different colors. And then one of my uncles uh, went and got the cars registered. And so the license plates were consecutive. So we would go <laughs> on family trips and family vacations sort of in a caravan together, and there'd be three exact same cars, different colors with consecutive license plates. And I just remember those trips, you know just being with the family and my cousins we were all around the same age and just having fun together and traveling together and just cars have always been a part of our lives and and i always wanted to drive when i was a child my father would be driving the car and i had a little toy car it was actually a plastic chevy corvette And I used to make believe that the the little plastic toy was a a steering wheel. And I would steer steer the car along with my father as he was driving. So it just goes all the way back.
0: Fantastic. Michael, what I'd love to do now is take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and, as I always say, crawl under the hood and get our hands a little dirty and ask you to share a huge challenge or even a great failure that you faced in your life, your career, maybe with some time on the track. But the most important part of this is how did you overcome that and what did you learn from it?
1: I've done track day driving. I've never raced cars, but I did get into racing uh, go-karts. And so I was in a, a go-kart race once where, because of a technical issue, I qualified last on the field because my uh, I was over the weight limit that I was supposed to, to be. So I, got, I qualified last. And the race got started. And uh, going down the front straight, there was a crash, and I'd say about five carts were involved in that crash, and I just went to the right of that group, and I I went past them all right away, and then I came up to, uh, just after turn one, there were four carts, just all lined up perfectly, and I went right down the middle of them, so that by turn three of the race, I went from dead last to first overall in my class and, and third overall. Wow! <laughs> and so I just went from you know it was just the most amazing start I ever had, and so we were going along for the rest of that lap, and then all of a sudden we got red flagged, and we all had to come in because there was a glitch with timing and scoring. So that amazing start got erased, and we we regritted, and I started back um, in last place, and um, now you know I didn't have the opportunity to make the amazing start, but and it was you know a little bit discouraging. But I just, you know, followed the the advice of never give up. And I just kept plugging away and, and you know, gaining ground all the way through the rest of the race. And even though I had that initial disappointment, I just kept at it and ended up with a, a good result anyway. Fantastic.
0: Let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share a story. When you had a real aha moment about your business, your career, a moment when you realized that an idea or a concept was a great one, and it was going to make it. And tell us the steps you took to turn your aha moment into your success.
1: Well, it it has to do with the idea to start the magazine in the first place because, you know, I I was talking to my my wife and letting her know that, you know, I have been reading magazines all my life, and I was always hungry for articles and information about track day driving. And, you know, here and there you'd find an article just once in a while, and it was just never satisfying. And um, she just said, well, you know, you and I both write, why don't we start a magazine of our own and and focus on that? And it was just this aha moment when she said it. I said, that's brilliant. That's, that's a perfect idea. Why don't we do it? And so we started to look into the whole, you know, idea of doing a, a website. And, um, you know, I know nothing really about creating websites, but I taught myself to create a website, and, you know, it must have taken about three months to get all that work done, and um, we, we did our research, and we started to, you know, look for topics and people to talk to, and I just kept plugging away and got the magazine started, so it was just really this amazing aha moment when we were having this conversation, and we realized, hey, there's this niche that doesn't seem to be filled. I haven't been able to find a, a source for articles and information about driving in one place. And just the idea to, to start doing it ourselves just made perfect sense. It was a perfect combination of, you know, co- combining our driving interest with our interest and enjoyment of writing. And we, we've been doing it ever since.
0: Well, it's fantastic. And that's a big part of why I wanted to have you as a guest on Car Jab, yeah, because it's so much about... The mantra here, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and in a way, you are an inspiring automotive enthusiast, but you're inspiring others through what you're providing them with your magazine, and that's what I'm hoping to do here at Cars yeah with the guests that have on, and I think it's great that you came up with this idea, saw the hole in the system and filled it, and uh, here you go, you're off to the races. <laughs> How about proudest business moments? You probably had many, but is there one in particular that really stands out for you?
1: Again, back to the magazine, one of the writers that I've always admired, I just think he's an excellent writer, is Satch Carlson, who's the editor of Roundel Magazine. It's the magazine for the BMW Car Club in America. So when we first started the magazine, I reached out to him just to let him know what we were doing. And he actually decided to write a little article about us in uh, Roundell Weekly, which is a, a newsletter that comes out and gets published. And so there was an uh, actual article that was done b- by Satch Carlson about us, and it was just you know sort of a dream come true. I never expected anything like that to happen. I never even expected to be speaking to people like Satch Carlson or yourself or Ross Bentley or Alan Wilson. And here we are. We're getting the opportunity to. To talk to all these interesting people who have accomplished so much, so I said, I guess that would that would be a very proud moment for us.
0: Well, that's awesome. I know Satch well, and I've got to say this because I've been chasing Satch to be on Karja yeah for so many months now. So, Satch, come on, buddy. Michael's here. It's your turn. <laughs> Get in line. He'd be, so, a, he'd be uh, a
1: great interview.
0: I think he'd be an awesome interview. I've been reading his writing for a long time. He's a great guy. I've been a member of the BMW Club for a long time and uh, have read his articles over and over and over. So, fantastic. Let's have a little bit of fun here. What was your first really special car? It doesn't have to be your first car, but maybe that was your first really special car. But if you could share that with us and tell me, what memories do you have with that
1: vehicle? Well, I guess it would be a 1989 BMW 325i that I least knew. And it was just the most wonderful vehicle. I mean, it just did everything well. It handled well. It was fast. um, The doors closed with a wonderful funk. You know, all of the switches on the inside, the ergonomics of the car were just perfect. Everything was where it was supposed to be. It was was just comfortable to drive and operate. And it was just this wonderful, probably the best car I've ever had. And um, it just did everything well. It was a lot of fun. So, I think that would be the the car, the BMW 325i.
0: They're great cars. I've had lots of BMWs, and my daily driver's an M3. My son has a 2001 325ci, and and he's off to college right now, and I was driving it the other day, and just thinking, this is such a cool, fun car to drive. It's a manual gearbox, so you can kind of, you know, use the clutch and go through the gears, but you're right. I mean, BMW's done a fantastic job over the years, so great cars. How about seller's remorse? Is there a vehicle that you've let go in your life that you really wish you could have back in the garage?
1: I guess it was it would be a 2002 Porsche 911 C4 that I had, and it, it was um, a street car, but um, it was you know my second track car, and um, I sort of graduated from the Porsche Boxster to, to the 911. That car was just unbelievable in the sense that you could you know buy a street car drive it out of the, the 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 dealership and then just take it to a track event and have it be able to handle a full, you know, weekend of track day driving. The brakes were terrific, the suspension was fantastic, and then just at the end of the weekend just get back in the car and drive it home. I mean, it's just an amazing thing that you could have a, a car that can just drive on the streets and handle, a, you know, a track event. track weekend
0: oh yes I've loved 911s and had many of them over the years and they are fantastic and that is incredible with them is you can drive them super hard the next get up Monday morning and go to work and same car you were just out on the track at high speeds and so they're wonderful how about current projects is there something you're working on right now that really has you excited and fired up
1: well I mean the magazine is, is less than a year old so just working on the magazine is very exciting. And, you know, it takes a lot of our time. You know, we're we're always interviewing people and writing and uh, updating the website. So there's just always work to be done. But one of the the interesting projects that we've we've come up with is a a series of articles on driving techniques where we've reached out to various experts in the field. So Satch Carlson is one of them and uh, Ross Bentley, Peter Krause. Bert Levy is also someone I know you've interviewed. Yes. Um, Ingrid Stephenson is also part of that group. Chris Need, who's a racer and has a race shop, Jerry Austin, who's a sort of a data expert. We've gotten them together. Just a few months ago, we had them do a, a, an article on threshold breaking, and so now we're working on another article with them on the friction circle. So we're taking. Different driving techniques or concepts, and asking these different experts all to write about it, and then we're combining it into one article um, about that particular topic. And it's just been exciting because I, I never, again, I never expected to, you know, talk to Satch Carlson or somebody like yourself, and here we are. We're We're talking back and forth with all these great drivers and coaches, and they're contributing to the magazine, and it's just uh, great.
0: (laughs) Sounds fantastic. And, yeah, I recognize all those names that you mentioned, and many of them have been guests here on Cars, yeah? And the others I need to get on Cars, yeah. So you've talked with some awesome people that can bring so much knowledge to uh, us novice drivers so when we get on the track we have a little bit more confidence in what we're doing. Now, here's a fun question for you, Michael. If you were a car, and since you were a psychologist, this is going to be very interesting (laughs) because it's very insightful into how you feel about yourself. So if you were a car, what kind of car would Michael Allen be and why?
1: Well, this is probably your toughest question. Um, I've been thinking a lot about it, and... um the only thing I could come up with would be either the new BMW i8 or Tesla. Oh wow. And the, the reason the reason why I would come up with those two cars is that, that I just think that they're technical technological wonders. I mean, here are these vehicles that are uh sustainable, they're good for the environment, they're hybrids, they have a combination of um, you know, electric drive and and standard engines and uh, their computer runs so that the, the the different engines kick in and kick off at the appropriate time seamlessly. So I would just say that that it would be either one of those two cars because I just admire the 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 technology that's involved in making all of that happen.
0: They're amazing cars. I got to go to a special event at a local BMW dealer here where the the i8 was there and sit in that car and crawl around it. And just last week I was at a Porsche dealership where there was a fundraiser for one of my guests, Don Kitch, who raises money through his racing endeavors for a children's hospital here in Seattle, and they had a new Porsche nine eighteen, another hybrid supercar that is just <laughs> incredible. Mm. So is the price tag, of course, but uh, mm. the car itself is fantastic. So very interesting answer. That's great. So Michael, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, here's a little something. For the CarsYa yeah! listeners, do you love vintage cars? Then go to CarsYa.com and get a free copy of the fantastic Filler Up book. It's a full-color ebook filled with fuel filler fun, with over 60 color photographs of vintage cars, plus inspirational quotes from some of the most famous automotive enthusiasts of all time. Simply go to CarsYa.com and click on the free book button on the home page. Download your free Filler Up book today at cars Yeah! Okay, Michael, we're back and we're entering the last lap. And you've been out on the track. You know what this means. The white flag's out. One more lap to go. And this is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions. And I'd like to ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. What is the best automotive advice you've ever received?
1: I think it would have to do with track day driving. And there's just a host of different things striving to be smooth and consistent, in slow, out fast, slow hands, t- turn the wheel as as little as possible, look far down the road. All of those, those pieces of advice have been very helpful as, in, in track day driving. Would you share
0: one of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your successes?
1: Well, I guess it gets back to the discussion we had about Desiree Wilson's quote of uh, never giving up. And I, I guess I'm very persistent, and I keep plugging away at things. And it helped me to get through graduate school. It helped me to get through figuring out how to do a website for a magazine. So that's been um, what's been helpful.
0: Great. Do you have a resource that you could share with the Cars yeah listeners? You, obviously, your website would be one, and we'll be talking about that a little bit more. But somebody else's website, maybe it's a supplier a person, an app,
1: or a blog. Well, I would say sort of generically, with regard to track day driving, that one of the great resources that you'll find as a driver is just the other people that you'll meet in doing the hobby. That you know, people um, just are full of information. They've been there before, and they're they're always seeming to want to be helpful to the newcomers or just you know each other. And so, just the, the the people that are out there. If you have any questions, if you're confused, a lot of times what people recommend is just go to an event, even if you're not going to drive, just to see what it's like. And, you know, don't be afraid to go strike up a conversation with somebody because they're they're going to be more than happy to answer your questions and give you information. And
0: it is all about the people anyway at the end. You meet some great friends and build some great relationships with people that can help you down the road. Is there a book that you've read in the past that you think that the Car listeners should get into their hands and read?
1: I would very much recommend uh, Alan Wilson's book about his wife, Desiree Wilson. It's called Driven by Desire, and it tells the story of her racing career. So it gives you a lot of inside information about professional racing, and um, it goes into the struggle that she had as uh, had as a woman in the 1980s trying to make it and drive as a professional driver. And it's just a, a very interesting, compelling read.
0: Well, listeners, you can find links to all these great resources that Michael shared with us at carsyad.com slash Michael Allen. Do you have any interesting hobbies outside of your passion for cars?
1: Um, Mainly would be fitness-related things. I, I exercise, I work out, I run regularly. And um, it's always helped. uh, The motivator for doing it is very often my track day driving. It used to be my kart racing because I always thought that, that if I was in shape, it would give me a little bit of an edge out there on the track.
0: Oh, it's great advice. And I've had people say, oh, race car drivers, they don't have to be in the same kind of physical shape as real athletes. And I always say, okay, you go out and drive a car for an hour straight at 10 tenths and tell me you don't come in exhausted and worn out and sore Uh, it definitely helps when I was doing vintage racing being in shape was uh, really really important so that's great advice alright Michael we're up to the checkered flag and this last question can be a real doozy for some people if you could only have one collector car in your garage but money's no object today I'll buy you whatever you'd like what would that vehicle be And why would you choose that vehicle?
1: Back in 2003, Kevin Buckler and the racers group won the the 24 Hours of Daytona outright. They didn't just win the GT class in a GT car. They won the whole race in a 911 GT3 RS. And about a week later after that race, he brought the car to a, a Porsche Club of America event at Sebring and actually raced the car in a club event and i got to meet him and see the car and it was still covered with all the tire rubber from the the 24 hour race at daytona and it was just awesome to see him and see the car that had just you know accomplished this feat and so that would be the car that i would want i would want to get that car and it wouldn't sit in the garage i would i would take it to track day event
0: awesome <laughs> great i love it well michael you've taken me on a great ride today and i knew you would I've really enjoyed your stories and talking with you. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yow yeah listeners and with me. Is there one parting piece of guidance you could offer us before you drive off into the sunset in that Porsche?
1: Well, I'd say that as you know, any big project that a person's facing, just break it down into manageable pieces. You know, take it one lap at a time.
0: <laughs> I love that, one lap at a time. Perfect. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and what you're doing with your website
1: well we'd love everybody to visit the magazine it's www.autotrackdaymonthly.com and um, there's just a wealth of articles interesting articles we hope and wealth of information and resources for track day drivers and so i'd encourage everybody to check out that the website
0: do you have any social sites as well that you uh, frequent like twitter and facebook
1: Yeah, we we post on Facebook and uh, Twitter on a regular basis. And um, it's the same, it's Auto Track Day Monthly.
0: Okay, great. Well, listeners, again, you can find links to everything here that Michael has shared with us at carsya.com. Just put Michael into the search box, and his show notes page will pop right up. Thank you, Michael, for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences on the track with me and the listeners. I've had great fun. Until we talk again. I'm <laughs> sorry.